Yo. Yo. What's up, brother? What's up, listeners? How are we all doing? Episode eight. Uh, surprisingly, we're still here. Still making still making the podcast roll. Thank you guys for checking in. What we got for topics today, NC? So we're back. You know, we got, we got a little update sports-wise. Um, we'll get started with uh, Jay Cutler um, and his most recent Instagram video uh, that he posted. When was that, Saturday or Sunday? I think it was Saturday he posted it up. Saturday. Um, so for those who haven't seen it, definitely check it out. Um, he kind of just goes on a rant about um, his chickens have been being killed by a wild coyote or some type of animal. <laughs> And during this video, it's, it's just pretty funny because he, he's acting like a big boomer um, and just really not really sure how to use Instagram, um, kind of just all over the place. But I did notice he did have a nice haircut. He looked, he looked like he's also been drinking. Um, it probably is a little bit uh, rough for him after losing Kristen Cavallari, um, and this is what he has to look forward to. But overall, I thought it was a pretty funny video. Uh, it, was, it was a classic, like, recently divorced video. You know, he doesn't really post a lot on Instagram, but when he does, you can tell he's got, like, someone that runs it for him. So, you know, it's funny to see, like, he looks like he's been boozing hard, like you've been saying. He's got heavy, heavy, you know, bags under his eyes. Hair does look nice, but other than that, he looks like shit. And he's just, right, you know, he looks like a crazy man, just ranting to the camera about these chickens getting picked off one by one. Um, and, you know, it's just at all time, he looks like a train wreck. So, you know, pray for Jay. We hope he's on the upswing. <laughs> But the guy's clearly losing his mind a little bit. Uh, and, you know, wish him luck with the chickens. Hopefully he can find a way to uh, reel in whatever's taking him out. On that note, also want to add, kind of related to Jay Cutler, kind of not. I was also a big – I was a bigger fan of Lauren Conrad than I was in Kristen Cavallari. I don't know if you have anything to add to that or I – I didn't watch that show much oh, growing wow. up. I, yeah, I was more of a Room Raiders guy. You know, <laughs> pimp my ride myself. You know, I really love Pit My Ride. That was my my shit. Andy Milanakis, you know, shout out to yeah. him. But I, you know, I was never. What was that? The Hills, Laguna Beach. Which one was it? Both, both. I think. Oh, okay. All right. I, I got no idea. I didn't even know who she was until I saw the show. So I was really out of the loop. I, it was a big time. Okay, boomer move for me. All right, you know that's fair. Um, but I'm Team J in the divorce. <laughs> I would like to come out publicly as that. I'm Team J. Kristen is just dogging him online. I'm Team J all the way. And I, I hope he picks up his look. He's there with the hair. He's just got to, you know, pull it together in the face. <laughs> he looks he like he's been hitting, it, hitting the bottle hard. Yeah, yeah, get a little facial maybe and a little spitz. Yeah, you know, a little fellow support fellas Ten Commandments. Invest in yourself, right. Jay. You know, very <laughs> yeah. similar to Sam. You know, I, I know briefly a little about divorce. From what I've read, I'm definitely Team J as well. You know, oh, I yeah. feel like you know, he's been a quarterback. He's been dogged. He's been sacked. You know, he's, he's been through the grunt work of the NFL. Like, you know, it's no slouch of a job. You know, the guy's tired. He just, right. wants, to, he just wants to fucking chill. And the oh. missus is going crazy on him. So, you know, I get it. You know, we're Team J. Team J all the way. You know, good luck with the chickens and, you know, work on yourself. You know, it looks like you're struggling a little bit. Please. But next up. Uh, kind of in the same ballpark here, but a little different. We got Cam Newton. Big news this weekend that he's going to the Pats. Uh, Belichick, this guy, he's he's always on the move, always making moves behind the scene. Um, this kind of this caught me by surprise. I don't know about you. What was where was your head at? Yeah, I think it was late yesterday that I saw it, and it was just kind of uh, just very surprising. I think sports hasn't really been too involved like it usually is, so it was kind of 
cool to see a little bit of an update. Um, overall, I think it's, it's pretty awesome to see. I think it's the first time ever that a franchise loses, as, loses an MVP quarterback and then signs another MVP quarterback in Cam Newton. So, you know, I think do the Patriots have a, a chance of making another run? We'll see. I don't know what they have in wide receiver-wise, but I think Cam Newton is definitely an upgrade from um, Jared Stitham, or I'm not too sure. Stidham, how to I think it, it yeah, was. Yeah. yeah, I think it's an upgrade. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is like classic Patriots, right? When everyone's like, ah, they're finally done. The reign of terror is over. You know, they step right up and they, they have someone to fill the spot. So if, I was, if I'm in the AFC, I'd be terrified. Uh, you know, they're going to just keep doing what they do and winning. You know, their season starts in February. So <laughs> that's just the fact that we have to deal with. Um, so, you know, I, I would like to say I'm surprised, but I wasn't at all. But especially, too, we've been so unplugged with sports that I think it came out of nowhere. Everyone was kind of surprised. And I don't know if you've seen his, like, social media, but he's been hanging out with every big name in sports and yeah. music, it seems like, right. recently. So, I, you know, I, he was in the news more recently, which I guess had me thinking about him. But, um, yeah, this was crazy. And now it's, it's just going to suck to watch them continue to just be a dominant force. So that kind of sucks. For sure. You know, we'll, we'll see. I think um, uh, Belichick maybe has a lot to prove with Brady being gone, you know, and I think um, Cam Newton also has a lot to prove. I think he's only maybe 31, and he is, like, he's a, a large man who can throw the ball very far and can move. Um, so, you know. And likes to dress like Mr. Peanut. <laughs> I like those fits. And I think those fits also, are tough. Also, we got to talk about how ridiculous his hair looks right now. Have you seen him in those videos where he's, like, throwing the ball around with OBJ? He looks like uh, – it looks like an onion, like when you pull it out of the ground. Like, you know, that's what the top of his hair looks like. Unbelievable. The guy's got to pull it together, find a look that's, you know, maybe edgy but also trendy at the same time. He, right he, now he, it's just straight-up edgy. You know, Sam's talking about his hair, but we're talking about, you know, his fits. He's got some great fits. He's probably the only male that I've ever seen that can rock a nice magenta suit. You know? Definitely. It, I, They're memorable. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> oh, so, I mean, I, I don't know what he, he's – good for him getting signed to the Pats. Hopefully he finds himself a good barber up there. He get a halfway decent haircut because right now it is wild. And his hair is all over the place, dude. <laughs> so – what do you got for us next, baby? So next up, you know, the 4th of July is coming up this, uh, this upcoming weekend. So what we wanted to kind of prepare for you guys, um, all our great listeners, is just um, hangover tips, right? You know, this wouldn't be hot takes and hot cakes without myself or Sam doing our best to give you guys the knowledge and the sauce to take on into the world, right? So hangover tips, what do we got, Sam? What's your first hangover tip? So I was, like, thinking about this, like, recently, because I feel like the more removed we get from college, my hangovers are just becoming more and more crippling. I can't right. do back-to-back -back nights of drinking anymore. You know, I, I'm just – I look devastated the next day. I'm just a shell of who I am uh, as mm -hmm. a human. So uh, my first tip right off the bat, which, you know, seems like a pretty standard one, you know, for right before you go to bed, crush a big bottle of water. You know what I mean? Just get the fluids going. You're going to, it's going to give you a head start in the next morning. You're still going to feel like shit, but at least you'll have a little bit of a leg up. What do you got? Hit me with another one. So adding on to that, not only is hydration important, um, something that I like to do if I'm very conscious and still 
um, fully aware, <laughs> you know, if I'm which not, rare. yeah, which is very rare. <laughs> if I'm not mangled sauce by the end of the night, after a couple of car bombs and mind erasers, I would like for everyone to take two Tynanols, which is a big game changer. Being proactive, major um, key. Uh, being proactive about, um, you know, the hangover. Also, Tynanol too. Why I choose that over Advil? Tynanol is 500 milligrams compared to Advil, which might be like 200. Oh, to I didn't know that. So you know, you get a definitely a much stronger dosage. So you're only helping yourself by doing those two things. Big time. And I would even say that I'd say those two together, maybe even do that for the week leading up to your big drinking event. You know what I mean? Start crushing water now. You know, it's like, remember like, you know, your coaches growing up in high school, they're like, you know, you're, you got to start hydrating today. It would be like Sunday, you know, for your game next yeah. week. I think that, that applies now. Just we're on athletic. It's now just for booze. So, you know, hit the water in the Advil early, get out ahead of it, be more proactive than reactive, help you out the next day. The next one I got up is, First thing in the morning when you get up, coffee and water. You got to flush the system. You know, get all the toxins out of your body. Get the get everything moving. Go and crush two big bottles of liquid. One to keep you up and get the headache on. Another one to keep you hydrated and keep you moving throughout the day. Uh, but just helps you clear everything out before you know either you go back drinking, you're gonna go out eating, whatever you end up doing for the rest of the day. That's gonna help you get a nice little jump start. Yep. Uh, also to add to that, for those who want to maybe you know, don't want to drink water or, or don't want to drink coffee right away. A couple of drinks that I do like um, to have um, usually after a night of shenanigans with my friends. Um, first drink, body armor. Something that is go. a must. You know, a must. You know, I get these things before. You know what I mean? Maybe hit the poppy store. You're picking up some mixers before the party, before the pregame. Get a couple of drinks so you don't have to pay $30 worth of GoPuff and delivery fees to get a drink, you know, have it in stock, have it cold. So body armor, highly recommend fruit punch or tropical punch, a ginger ale. Yeah, oh yeah. Ginger ale and Canada dry only. If you're drinking Schweppes, <laughs> I hope you have a hangover for two weeks because don't Sounds ever like fucking, here. <laughs> don't ever drink Schweppes ginger ale. If you're not drink, if you're drinking Canada dry, you're doing it right. Your hangover will go away. Or a nice canned soda a coca-cola or diet oh, vanilla coke, coke. <laughs> jesus no 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 That's delicious <laughs> so nice can coke or diet coke something about it being in the can gives you a little life gives you a little sugar it's just a crisp feeling and then lastly something that most people will not have um but i do highly recommend getting getting it um for for all purposes is uh superfood um, Sam has actually seen me start to drink this green beverage that does look like baby food and it almost does taste like baby food. But man, let me tell you, that thing will have your body right. It helps with gut health. So fellas, definitely take care of your gut. Um, it's definitely going to help with bloating. And then also too, you're just going to feel a lot better. So those are a couple of beverages that I like to keep on hand if I know that I'm going to get after it. And I'm going to piggyback off of your, uh, your body armor recommendation what i like to do i'll drink half of the body armor then fill it with water and keep doing that until it's straight water and then i'm like all right i had to have drank enough fluids today because that's like a you know you keep refilling halfway refill halfway right refill. it's a good way to get up ahead and you know try to try to get a leg up on on what you're working with uh then- for me my next uh major key alert for hangovers is i i like to skip breakfast just hold out until delivery opens up for lunch 
you know, I, I got a Chinese joint right below me. It opens up at 11. And I know if I sleep in and nurse the hangover for maybe an hour or two, I can hold out until I can get some General Tso's chicken up here and some fried rice. So that's my move. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not a big breakfast guy in the morning. It's hard to get delivery. If you're hungover, you don't. Yeah, yeah, no, well, hang on. I do not hate brunch. I love brunch. But, you know, if, if I'm going to be inside all day, I'm not making my own breakfast. I don't want to get delivery breakfast. That seems just kind of uh, out, out there. So I normally hold out to the delivery lunch. I'll get greasy pizza. I'll get Chinese or a burger, anything like that to help help keep the stomach at bay. Okay. You know, that's fair. Um, you know, I do want to add to Sam's uh, advice right there. Dim sum is the best oh, hangover yeah. spot to eat. You know, get yourself some soup dumplings, something a little warm, something a little homey, give you a little life, some crunchy noodles, some fried rice, you know, whatever you want to eat. That is the way to go when you're hungover. Um, and slowly sip on the tea they give you. I don't know why, but that always feels like it helps me. You know, it warms your insides, keep you moving. Yeah. Um, you know, I might say something a little bold, and I don't think a lot of people would agree, but going for a nice mile run after, oh, a, long, yeah. after a long night of uh, debauchery um, is something that I hate, but at the same time, I, I don't hate it at the same time. You know, you get a little sweat, you feel the alcohol, you feel the tequila sweating out of your pores. You're going to be like, why am I doing this? But you're moving, you're active, you're not thinking about the hangover. So, And you know what, For I, I couldn't agree more with you. I think sweating it out helps. You feel like shit, but afterwards it kind of feels nice. Like I think it expedites the, prog- the process for you. Right. And for, you know, for the Bartolo Cologne listeners, the big sexies who are chiming in now, like, I'm not running. You know, maybe just go try to find a sauna. You know, get a good shvet, you know, get a little shvets on for maybe 30 minutes, 45 minutes, hop out, and, you know, hit the water again because you just lost a bunch of fluids. Hopefully it's all the bad shit you just took in the night before. Um, you know, so hit, you follow it up with water, but definitely get out there and go sweat. Um, another one that kind of, I guess they can go hand in hand, is get into a cold body of water. You know, if yep. you're just at your apartment, like fire up the cold shower because that like it kind of wakes you up, you know, tightens up the body because you're going to look like you're going to look like 10 pounds of sausage in a five pound casing. But, you know, this is going to help with all that inflammation. If you're near the ocean, go take a swim. If you're by oh, a yeah. lake, you know, d- do a little dip in the lake. I don't care what it is, but get your body in some cold water. It's going to help you out. It's going to, you know, it's going to give you a second wind. You're like, oh, okay. I think I, I'm back. I can fake it till I make it. I can make it till bedtime tonight. I'm going to be all right. Yeah. I mean, I love that. Uh, I've done that recently when I've gone to the beach. Big, big fan of just jumping in the water. It's just a, yeah. a shock, you know, and you're like, whoa, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> really jolts you. <laughs> so I think for me, the last, you know, advice that I have, it depends on the day, right? If this is, Saturday, if it's Saturday morning and you still are hungover and you're looking to get to get out of the hangover, just have another drink. If it's Sunday, <laughs> don't do that at all. You're only going to no. hurt yourself. Do it's all a terrible the steps, idea. Do all the steps that we said besides this one. So Saturday, if you feel like trash, you got nothing to do, just have another one. Just open a nice crispy boy, a Coors Light, or a transfusion, you know? A that's, transfusion that's always helps. It's easy drinking. You know, it's not, it doesn't hit the stomach too hard. It's a great go-to hangover drink. I, then, I would also, my last little addition to that is piggybacking off of you again, is um, 
Oh, wow. I totally just lost what I was going to say. Oh, 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 this is it. The older you get, right? Plan your drinking out smart, right? So like, if you know you're going to have one big day for the weekend, put it on a Friday, because then you got Saturday, Sunday to recover. If you have your big night on Saturday, you know, you could be spilling into Monday, all of a sudden you're hating yourself at work, looking into the monitor, like, why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> you know what I mean? So try to plan it out better, the worse your hangover is going to be. So that's why I'd recommend schedule it out nicely. Take care of yourself. There you have it, folks. You know, 4th of July coming up. You got the whole, whole rest of the summer. Listen to these hangover tips. We'll, we'll be hurting with you. Um, hit us with your own. Let, you know, let us know if you guys got any weird right. things that, that we could try out. We love that. So we're going we're gonna, to – next thing, what we want to talk about, we did miss it, unfortunately, um, but still feel like it's still a great time to talk about it, is Father's Day and all-time dad move. So shout-out to all the fathers out there, um, you know, for, the, for, for, that, for being the best dads in the world, right? So shout-out to them. Shout-out to the pops. But, you know, this is something that we do see all the time, and we want to just talk about it, laugh, and share kind of just funny dad things that, um, you know, we see constantly. Sam, why don't you tell us, your, you know, something that your dad does? So this one, is, I, like I've seen a few dads do it. I just don't understand it. I think it's just like a time kind of thing. They've been around longer. But right. knowing like street names that are like very random, like, you know, I'll ask my dad for directions. Like, oh, what you're going to want to do? You're going to take a left on Clapper Church Street and then hang a Randy on Lewis Road. I'm like, I dad, no one knows where the fuck that is. I'm like, draw it out on a map. And then, you know, he goes on a tangent about you kids and your phones. But, you know, I don't understand that. They have like this odd, intricate knowledge of street names and numbers right. and shit like that when no one else is speaking the same language as them. Yeah. Um you know, what I want to add is something that I find is do dads just grow into liking, liking it or just like, are they playing along? But like dads and the Nike Air Monarchs, right? It's something <laughs> that like, I kind of don't understand. A match dad, made in heaven. Like, do dads actually like that shoe? If so, like, why do they like that shoe? And like, when did that start to happen? I'll be honest, I have a pair. I think they're actually they look horrific. Yeah, they look horrific, but I love it. You know, <laughs> nothing like a fresh pair of fitted pants with nice wide Air Monarchs because they, they didn't have regular. They didn't have regular size. Let me um, tell you, you hear NC before you see him when he's wearing those jobs. <laughs> you can fit two phones in that. <laughs> Probably even a nice lunch um, in the, the shoe. cargo shorts of shoes. But. um yeah, it's just something that I see all the dads getting for Father's Day. And, you know, a couple times, like, that's what dads want for their birthday or Father's Day. And I just yeah. don't get it, you know. I mean, it, it is a shoe that is versatile. You can cut the grass. You can grill. <laughs> you, if someone's not wearing those when you grill, you probably don't want to eat anything that they're grilling. You can cross up the neighbors, you know, in the local hoop, you know, anything you need to do. Maybe hit you know, the Applebee's with Nance. Yeah, exactly. You know, run some errands at the Home Depot. You know, it's whatever you need to do. But, uh, yeah, that's, that is an all-time dad move. Next up I got uh, is waking up early and then commenting about it all day. Like they're flexing on you. Like, oh, what time did you wake up? Oh, 8 o'clock? I was up at 3 a.m. I made your eggs at 3.30. You know, it's like and, – and everyone's like, I don't – why are you doing this? No one understands why you think this is cool. Yeah, I, I, can, I can definitely testify to that. Um, 
I wouldn't say my dad brags about it, but he gets more mad that I'm not up earlier. So right. back in the day, when you know, probably like middle school and high school, if I didn't have sports that day, it was mm-hmm. like I was up at – he woke me up at 7 a.m. He's already been up since 5.30. He's like, get up. We, you're cutting the grass. we got to go to Home Depot. We're going to yeah. shop, right? And, you know, it was just like as a teenager and as a kid, you're like, damn, like it's 7 o'clock and it's Saturday. And I'm Makes out here. no sense. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just hauling ass doing everything I can. I just want to play with my friends and, <laughs> and do stuff. But, no, I can't because I got to wake up early as shit. And then the worst part is, you know, I'd wake up early on Saturday for yard work. Sunday, I'd have to go to 7 a.m. mass. So it's oh, like, yeah, I don't, you're double dipping. Yeah, you know, I don't, get, I don't get any rest. Seven days a week. Terrible. Just up early. My pops likes to do this thing. It's like the secret flex. Or he'll be like, he'll mention the time where he was doing an activity and it always <laughs> happens to be before everyone was awake. He's like, oh, I, I was watching this great cooking show this morning at 4 a.m. when I was awake eating breakfast. And I'm like, why'd you have to include that in the fucking story? No one cares what time you were up. You know, it's, it's a classic all-time dad move is waking up early and flexing it in some way or another. But uh, what do you got for us next? You know, I think an- another all-time dad move is just like, being really like stubborn about like when it comes when it comes to the check you know i think i'm at that age now for at least for my dad or or for for me where it's like i can take care of my parents and i want to right we go out to eat or you know we go on a trip I'll, i'll take care of it right and you know so simple as like oh i got it dad no, 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 I'm paying for it because I'm the dad. I'm your father, you know. I'm the head on show like that. No, 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 the, the lady just get, get, get your hands away from the check. Like, I'll take yeah. care of this. And right. it's just a constant battle. So something that I, I deal with, um, you know, frequently with my dad. Oh, I've, I've completely given up. It's a battle, you know, you, you almost cannot win. I will say one time uh, my pops came up and visited me in Philly when I was still living up there. And we were out with him and my my uh, uncle, and we were chopping it up. And finally, he gave in. He was like, "All right, I'll let you buy around." So I was like, "All right, all right." What does everybody want? Thinking I was going to be cool and shit. And uh, you know, we were there chopping it up. I figured they were done for the night. A couple hours passed by. I'm like, "All right, oh, I forgot to close out. I'm going to go like close out the tab." I go and close out the tab, and these guys ran the bill up on me. It was like two hundred fifty dollars. I was in college. I had no money to my name. And that, you know, my dad and my uncle were just sitting in the corner of the bar laughing at me with just like a bunch of empties just rat- rattled around the table. Uh, and, you know, after that, my dad, you know, was always jokes. It's the last time I ever offered to pay the bill because <laughs> B-Give will run it up on you. No problem. Yeah. Sam, you have anything else um, you want to add to all all-time oh, yeah, dad got, jokes? I got uh, I got two more here. Uh, that I think are very specific to me, but I feel like right. I've heard other pops doing this too. But my first one is forwarding emails to me that I'm already included on. <laughs> so, like like uh, my, and just email in general, I think dads are really funny with my dad specifically when we're all going out to like a family dinner for like, I don't know, maybe it's like Christmas or like we're all together for a holiday, you know, and we're all going to like, if we're all under the same roof, we're all obviously going to go together. He'll send right. us all an email with the dinner like information in it. And you're like, yeah, dad, I, I don't, I don't care. We're coming. You're driving us. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's like, I don't need to be included in this information. Uh, and then the other one that I mentioned at first was like, I will be in an email with B give and not 10 seconds later, I'll get a forwarded email from B give with that email. In it. 
So, I, you know, I think email etiquette in general, my, my pop struggles with that I always, you know, give them a hard time for. Yeah, I mean, I think that's something not only email, but just more of like technology-wise. I think it's, you know, it's just to that point oh, where, yeah. you know, our, our parents haven't really grown accustomed um, right. to using it. You know, I think for me recently, my dad called me because they got a new TV and because he didn't like the way it looked and it, the TV was pretty new. It was only a year <laughs> old and it was a Samsung and he got yeah. a TV that was bigger, still a Samsung just more expensive and it looks exactly the fucking same and the guy calls right. me 10 times he's like hey how do i connect to the wi-fi you know i can't connect. <laughs> yeah. you know, i want to watch netflix right. or something like, like, why'd you just say <laughs> go to settings put in the wi-fi password what's right. the wi-fi password that i don't know i haven't lived there in six fucking years why you keep asking me it's probably on the <laughs> router and then he calls me again I, I don't know if i got it like i'm not there dad how am i supposed to know not a clue and yeah. my parents are in the same situation. My pops has changed the password so many times that no one knows what it is. So, you know, same someone will, oh yeah, right. You know, someone will come home for, uh, you know, someone will come home from school or work or whatever it is and be li living at the house for a week or whatever. And uh, the group chat just starts popping off. You know, what's the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> and everyone pulls out any password they ever have heard before in their life. You know what I mean? It's just the group chat starts lighting up. So it's impossible. You know, uh, dads and technology just do not mesh well together. Hopefully, you know, by the time we're at that point, we will be we'll be wor working a little better at that. You know, probably not. Yeah, probably you're probably right. We probably will not be. And then uh, I got one last one that I want to shoot out there is uh, like shooting back takes that you gave them. You know what I mean? Where I'll be like, yo, yo, pops, like we got there's this new like wireless thermometer you can put in your brisket. You know, and it tells you when it's time to take it out. And my dad will be like, oh, yeah, cool. And then the next day he'll call me and be like, yo, did you hear about this wireless meat thermometer? And I'm like, yeah, I told you about it. And then, you know, it's a, it's a whole thing. So that, that's like one that hearing, I deal yeah. with personally. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of boomerang takes. So that was the last thing I got for the dads. Shout out to all the dads out there. Hope it was a, a great Father's Day for everybody involved. Absolutely. Shout out, shout out to all the dads. So what's this show without hot takes? We're back. We got two in store for today. Um, both really excited about because they're both probably really bad and people are going to get upset. And there's nothing more that I love than just spitting out hot takes. Um, so I'll get started with the first one. in and out highly, highly fucking overrated. Sam, talk to me. Well, it was funny. Even while we were like prepping for the show today, we were like, have we already talked about this? I feel like we had, but we didn't find it anywhere in any of the show history, all, all seven episodes. <laughs> but, uh, and the reason why I thought that is because we always are bitching about, uh, in and out. I lived out on the West coast for a little over a year. Um, and I gotta say, I agree. It's almost, it's like, you know, it's like Santa Claus or something. It's talked up. It's supposed to be this really great thing. And then, you know, you go out and you actually find out the truth that it is just an average burger. It's like any other burger you've ever had. Everyone goes nuts and talks about, oh, you got to get an animal style with this gravy shit on it. Oh, my God. You know, just jizzing their pants over fucking nothing. It's just an ass burger. It's, it's no different than like a Five Guys or a Shake Shack or anything like that. Uh, couldn't, couldn't agree more. Very overrated. Yeah, I, I think comparing it to Five Guys and Shake Shack is almost disrespectful to those two chains. I don't 100%. think they I don't think it's even that close. You know what I mean? The French fries are horrendous. I feel like I'm just eating air. I just take one bite and it's nothing. 
No fucking flavor. No crunch. I don't nope. care if it's fucking animal style because it's still not good. And the burger, yes. it, you know, I think the only reason why people really like it because it's, it's photogenic, but I don't really give a fuck because I can't eat photogenic. Like, I want something that's tasty and right. it's, it's cheaper, right? It's like maybe like six to eight bucks, you know, and right. it, it's che- cheap. But like, let's hold, it, let's hold ourselves to the same standards, right? Just because people say it's good doesn't mean you got to drink the Kool-Aid and agree. You know, let's be realistic. It's, it's just bad. I, it's just bad. Hold it to the standard. That's all I got to say. And it's 100% what you just said. It's because it's, it's photogenic and it looks cool when you throw it up on the gram or whatever, Snapchat or if I don't, yeah, TikTok. I don't really do. <laughs> but if you're TikTok, and, I don't know if you're fucking, if you TikTok that kind of stuff. But, you know, it's, it looks good and it's like a subtle flex. Everyone's like, oh, my God. And, the, you know, the reason why it looks so cool is because all the TikTokers and shit put it up on their stuff. And, you know, we're just getting bullied by people who are cooler than us out in Cali. So I agree. It's ass, but it looks good on the gram. Uh, everyone, uh, raise your standards. Try to find a local joint. If you're on the West Coast and looking right. for a good burger, you know, look something up online. Call a friend, whatever it is. What a burger, much joint. better. Oh, what a burger's electric. We'll save yeah, that for another episode. We'll rank the burgers. <laughs> All right. Now I want a burger. What's the next yeah. hot take you got, Sam? Next one, I threw this out, uh, and I don't, I don't know. I haven't heard a lot of people still aren't upset about this, so I feel like maybe there's a silent majority that feel this way, but I don't really care that sports have been gone. Like, at first it was kind of upsetting, but now I've adjusted, and I'm kind of like, whatever. If they come back, great. If they don't. I don't really feel like I'm missing anything. I'm just happy that now people, we can start slowly getting out to restaurants and bars and things like that. I, you know, I, I miss live sports events, but I, can, I feel like there's a way I could supplement that without sports. So my, my, my big hot take is that I don't really care that sports haven't come back. It hasn't done anything for me yet. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's a pretty hot take for, for both of us, kind of, you know, avid sports fans and kind of have talked about sports. <laughs> Um, you know, pretty much throughout this whole uh, podcast. And I would say I definitely agree too. Um, I don't know why I feel pretty indifferent or, or careless about sports coming back. Is it maybe because there's other more important things going out in the world? You know, I think that's probably have to do with it. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, you realize there are a lot of other great things besides sports, you know, not to put sports down or, you know, talk bad about it, but there are a lot of great things, you know, whether that's spending time with the family, you know, going out um, to the beach, going out to eat, learning a new skill. There's just a lot of things that I've just, we've been doing and finding out about ourselves during this time. And I think it just, you know, sports has taken a step back from me. Oh yeah. And I also think another part of it is like, since we've been on quarantine, people have been working on themselves, right? Right, Maybe yeah. picking up a new skill. And, you know, like for me, you know, all of a sudden this news drops about Cam Newton. I'm like, why the fuck do I care about Cam Newton when I just learned to make a nice focaccia bread? You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm leaning over. I'm like, look at this cornbread I just made. God damn it. Back at it again. You know what I mean? So I, I think that's – I think a lot of people, they're, they're getting invested in other things. It's taking away their interest and in what they used to be – you know, what they used to be into, like sports and shit like that. So, you know, I'm, I'm falling out of love with sports. You know, if they come back, great. I'll watch because that's what – you know, it's a thing to do. It's a social event. But, you know, overall, I'm like, eh, whatever. Eat my focaccia yeah. bread. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I don't think that's a bad thing. You know, it's not a, definitely a bad thing 
that you feel like this because like you said, you, you learned a new skill. You know what I mean? You learned how to make cornbread or you, you can finally run two miles without throwing up every right. quarter mile or, you know, you finally got to read that book or, you know, you, you're doing a lot more stuff. So, wow. you know, sports kind of out. That was, man, you just made us sound really lame. That was bad for like, Yeah, we're out on sports. We're reading books. Hey, Suckers. you know, I'm better. I'm bettering myself. I don't if care I'm about reading. the Super Bowl. I'm halfway through the Lord of the Rings. Brother, I'm reading cookbooks. <laughs> I'm learning how to make the best chicken salad anyone can ever fucking make at me. Brother, I'm reading A Song of Fire and Ice. I ain't got time for playoffs. <laughs> I guess, man, that, that, that take really crashed on us, but I'm sticking with it. Next yeah, I, got no, I got no shame, whatever. No, it's fine. <laughs> Brother, we must defend the wall. Winter's coming. I do not have time for Cam Newton. <laughs> Next up, we got Tough Enough or Rough. Um, and this first one I threw out, and the NC was like, I don't know what are you talking about. I don't even know. I, I can't even combine this take. I don't even know what you're saying. But I was thinking about it, and it might be a stupid take. I'll even agree with this. But I think Steve Carell is underrated. And I did not misspeak. I said underrated. I think he gets a lot of high praise, obviously, because he's Michael Scott and the office is huge. And everyone's like, oh, my God, Steve Carell, fucking funny. He put out that vid, that picture of him like two years ago where he looked hot as shit, even though he was like an old guy. You know, he had like the nice salt and pepper. Right. But he doesn't get – I was looking at his IMDb. He doesn't get enough love for all the good shit he puts out. A lot of it's very depressing, but surprisingly <laughs> amount of good movies. So I'm saying he's underrated. He only gets love for being Michael Scott, which is one of many successful things he's been a part of. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'd have to agree, unfortunately. Um, I've watched The Office maybe like 12 episodes ever, you know, here right. and there. The roommates yeah. throw it on um, casually. And I think that's what I know him for. Um, but I think you're right. I think you look at the whole body work. Steve Carell has done some pretty good stuff. And I also feel like he never wants, you know, the, the glory of praise. He's just kind of in the cut. You know what I mean? He's just yeah. he's just working. He's just doing things here and there. And he, he does a good job at it. You know, I do one of my favorite Steve Carell movies, Crazy Stupid Love. You Fantastic know, flick. Yeah, very funny. So I, I did But there's like so him. many other big hitters in it, so he doesn't even really get all the love. You know what I mean? It's terrible. What else is he in? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he's in the John where he makes the uh, Mer Merwin? I don't know. Hang on. Yeah, 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 I know, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Let's, let's pull uh, it up. Let's see. IMDB Steve Carell. Oh, 40-year-old oh, version? Classic. This is terrible. This is terrible for my taste. Make some more movies, Sam. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. 40, 40, 40 year old virgin. Little Miss Sunshine, great movie. Foxcatcher, fantastic. Never seen that. Space Force, that's supposed to be a big deal. I haven't watched it yet, but that's supposed to be something. You know, who knows? What else? This, uh, another hot take. IMDb is horrific to navigate. <laughs> yeah, I'm what on the fuck the, am I supposed to find these movies? I'm on this site called Wikipedia. Okay, here we go. Minions, The Rise of Gru. I never seen. Oh, wait, <laughs> doesn't he play Gru? He's Gru. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Welcome to Marwin. That's the one I was talking about. Yeah. 
Beautiful he's, boy, really depressing, but fantastic. He's also in um, the Big Short. Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. Like, Anchorman. Oh, Anchorman. What, what can't this guy do? Goat talk. Anchorman Two. Legend Anch- continues. Anchorman Two better than Anchorman One. Ball take, but I'm gonna say. It. Oh wow. The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. I, I haven't seen Who? it, but it sounds good. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so there we then uh, the hot take. Uh, here we go. Dinner for schmucks. Get smart. Date night. Horton, here's a who. All right, all right, brother. That's fantastic, brother. <laughs> we get your point. You know, Sam says Steve Carell is underrated, even though he didn't know any of the fucking movies <laughs> he was in. But you know, I I have to support him. <laughs> I kind of think so. You kind of just you forget because you only know him as Michael Scott. So. You know, See, making a lot of sense all of a sudden. You know, Google, don't use IMDb because it's hard to navigate. What an astastic website. Jesus Christ. So check out some Steve Carell films this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if there's like a summer storm coming in, hunker down with Bay, whoever that is, and what, throw on a Steve Carell movie. They got one of every genre. You're going to love it. I so guarantee you. Next tough enough rough we got is Cupcakes. And I'm going to go with rough when it comes to cupcakes. Uh, I don't know what it is. I think it's just the frosting just gives me a nauseating headache because it's just so sweet. You know what I mean? It's something about it that I think it happened to me when I was younger and it it just scarred me forever. And I don't really love – like like cupcakes, I just think it's too sweet. The flavor is just – it's just boring to me. I don't really want to eat this thing. But I will say the only cupcakes that I will eat is Georgetown cupcakes. That's the only P agree. The best ever. For some reason, how whatever they do, people need to hop on and find out because they are slamming. Everyone else's cupcakes, horrendous. Except for uh, my roommate's mom, Mrs. Naylor, great cupcakes as well. Want to shout out to Mrs. Naylor and Georgetown cupcakes. (laughs) I got to say I agree. And I'm kind of pissed because I love a cupcake for one bite. You know what I mean? After that, I'm like, right. all right, this is too much. Yeah, like, yeah, right. Because, like, you know, cake's got a nice little, like, la- you know, thin layer of icing with the cake. It's not too bad. It's a good good proportions. But with a cupcake, it's just, like, so fucking much. It's awkward to eat. And, uh, yeah, so I agree. I like a cupcake for one bite. After that, I'm over it. G-Town Cupcake's the only one I'll eat. And I haven't had Miss Naylor's, but I'm sure they're lovely. You know what I mean? But I got to agree. They're, they're cupcakes, very tough. Uh, rough. Rough. Sorry. I'm still getting used to the tough enough rough shade. But very rough. Uh, I'm out. Go, you know, go sit down and get yourself a slice of cake. You don't need a cupcake. Yeah, and I, I think what you said is, um, I didn't even think about it, is just like when you have a piece of cake, you can choose how much you want, right? When you right. get a cupcake, you're kind of fooked. Like you right. just you have to you have you're to eat a it all, bro. Yeah. brother. You're getting a whole ass cupcake. Excuse me, sir. Can I get a uh, a quarter cup of cupcake? What? Like, you know what I mean? Like get no. the hell out of here. Like you're just you know forced you to eat do something. Instead? Go get mochi. <laughs> Facts. Take care of yourself and get some mochi. Yeah, mochi better than cupcakes times a million. Hundred uh, percent. Next up for tough enough rough, we got bowling. And me and NC, I think, are both on the same page here. Bowling, VV tough. <laughs> Maybe one of the greatest uh, post-athletic career games to play of all time. 
Along uh, with know, ping pong and pickleball, it's got to be it's got to be up there. It's up there with one of the, uh, the greats. You know, I mean, it's fantastic to quote. You know, the comedian Jim Gaffigan. You got to love a sport where the ball has an ashtray built into it. <laughs> so I'm all in on bowling. I think it's a great it's a great uh, like drinking activity too. Yeah, you right. Get some nachos, maybe a beer tower. And, you know, interesting, na- interesting nachos, right? You just have a nacho cheese over the public's bowling ball. Oh, <laughs> and actually, now I say that I don't know if I want to stick my fingers out of the bowling <laughs> right, ball. Right, right. Show that's not good. Yeah. Um, uh, never mind. No finger foods in bowling. <laughs> but then again, they serve pizza. I don't. Right. I might be out on bowling now. This is not good. Uh, bowling is, you know, it's great vibes. You know what I mean? Everyone who usually goes is has a good time. Um, especially if you can kind of bowl. You know what I mean? And you you go with a group of friends. And you know, I, we I do this a lot with my group of friends. There's probably like eight six to eight of us, right? And we'll divvy up teams, right? So, you know, yeah. we'll do three and three or four and four, loser buys around or next beer tower, something like that. Yeah, a, little, a little competitive, a little fun at the same time. If, if you're foobar and you just rolling the ball through your legs backwards, so be it. You know what I mean? You need the bumpers, you know? <laughs> Go for it. No, don't. You're just no, going to no, no. hang out by the nacho plate and crush some nachos. <laughs> That's fun, too. <laughs> fucking nachos who the fuck gets nachos know, that's some banana lane shit i've ever heard thing that came to mind i don't know what happened <laughs> i can only imagine nacho cheese all over the holes that you put your fingers in <laughs> and i gotta say i probably i like falling a lot and i fully endorse i don't know if i'm gonna want to go for a while because i'm gonna have fingers and balls i'm wearing a stranger's shoe you know, I, there's a lot about bowling that's if you think too much yeah. about it, it's terrible. Yeah. But I love it. Yeah, and it, it's good. It's it's also a classic, like, grade school birthday party. I don't know if, like, you ever uh, – back in the day, you had a couple – you know, it was a friend's birthday, and they were like, oh, we're going to the bowling alley, you know, for my birthday. It was oh, always yeah. a good time. Oh, yeah, try to flex on, the you know, the, the ladies who are invited to the party and try to hit a strike, totally gutter ball it. You just said like, ah, god damn it. <laughs> Ma, I, can you pick me up? Ma, Susie saw me gutter it, and I'm going to get dogged for the rest of the week. People are going to be laughing at me. You know? <laughs> so it, it was, it was, it's, a, it's got the nostalgia factor. And now, now you're older, you know, you can have beer with it and nachos <laughs> and wings. So, you know, just get after it. Go get some bowling, whatever it opens up. And you're, we're probably never going to get to go bowling ever again. <laughs> But it's, it's okay. Think yeah. about it fondly. It was a good memory for everybody who could go bowling. Bowling is and will forever be a vibe. Forever, forever a vibe. Got to agree with you there. So, oh, so that wraps up our tough, enough, rough segment of the week. Um, Sam, why don't you hit us with your shout-out of the week? All right. So my shout-out of a week, shout-out of the week, is more of a story. Right. I got myself I in like a, I got myself in a bit of a Seinfeld situation here. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a building that has like a front desk person, you know, for packages, and they can yeah, like yeah. swipe you into the building and shit like that. Uh, and you know, I like every now and then I'll I'll come back for lunch or like I'll grab a pair of shoes or something. Or if I come home early from work, like you normally see like the same people when you're coming in and out through the right. day. Um, 
and there's this one lady who I see only like when I leave for work and during the day, if I happen to pop by or anything like that. And she always is very friendly, says hi, and always tries to start conversation. But you know, I'm normally in a rush. And so I don't, I don't really say much back. So a few weeks ago I was running in and uh, I said, Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? And I was like, good, good, good. And I like ran into the elevator and she asked me while I was like stepping in, like, Hey, how is the restaurant? And I didn't feel like getting out of the elevator and explaining to her, I think she got the wrong person. So I said, Oh, it's good. Like, you know, have a good day. And like just hopped up in the elevator. Didn't think any more about it. You know, I was like, whatever. It's I'm, She just got confused. I'm sure she won't remember me next time. And, you know, <laughs> I go up for the day. Next day I go back out for work and she notices me. I'm waiting for an Uber or something. And uh, she's like, oh, so how's everything with the restaurant going? I'm like, oh, no. It's like she asked me again. And I was like, oh. you know, I'm sort of like, oh, it's, it's good. You know, because I still, you know, we got COVID. So I don't like hanging out with people that much anyways. And I was like, oh, the restaurant's great. Thank you very much again. Have a great day. And then, you know, a couple of days later, she comes, I'm coming back in. And she looks at me weird. And I'm like, hey, is everything okay? And she's like, yeah, hey, what's your name? And I was like, oh, my name is Sam. And she goes, I thought your name was Josh. I'm like, no, I, my name is not Josh. I don't know. And she goes, what floor do you live on? I'm like, I'm on 11. And I was like, why? And she's like, I thought you were on the fifth floor. And she goes, and then she hits me with like, you're the restaurant guy, right? And I, <laughs> I didn't want, I was like, I'm too deep in the lie to back out at this point because she knows I've, I've met, I've like agreed to her comments on restaurants several times. So I was in a panic and I said, yeah, yeah, that's me. And then she was like, I thought you were Josh on five. I thought he was the restaurant guy. And I'm like, Oh, you know what? I think I know that guy. We both work around here. Uh, and so then I'm like, I, I'm very deep in the line now. And she's like, so what's your schedule like? Which I'm like, well, don't worry about my fucking schedule. But now I'm like panicking. I'm in like a cold sweat. And, I, you know, right. thank God I had the mask on because I'm audibly, like, mouth wide open, like, uh, what? And so she's like, what's your schedule? I'm like, ah, well, you know, I get up early in the mornings. I'm out at the restaurant a lot. I come home early. And uh, and so now I buried myself in a hole where this girl thinks I, I uh, work at a restaurant and I don't know how to get myself out of it. And I have to see her every day until the end of my lease and maybe more if I re-up. And she keeps asking me questions about it. And I'm going to be at a point where I'm going to have to be outed. Because I cannot give a restaurant name. If she's like, what restaurant? I can't, like, what? I have McDonald's, you know? Like, and then what if what if I say the one that Josh works at? She's like, how do you not know that guy? And I'll be like, I don't know. I don't. I'm just, because I lied. And I, now I'm stuck in a lie that you put me in. So admittedly, I was an idiot. And I, I should have just corrected her the first time or the second time. But I was in a rush and I was flustered. And moral of the story, that's what you get for just being like, yeah. And then, you know, moving on with your day. Hey, how's the restaurant? It's good. Yeah. And then hopping in the elevator. Now now she just thinks you, you make nachos at the restaurant. Yeah, right. Instead, I should have been like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. And I didn't do that. And now I'm in an awkward position where every time I stop to talk to her, she brings it up again. And I keep hoping she'll forget, and she has not. Yeah. Speaking of restaurants, you know, my shout-out of the week goes to Residence Cafe in Bar in D.C. Uh, just this, to Residence. Just this past weekend, Sam was able to uh, support local business and got what, – Sam, what'd you get from there? So that this bar is sick. It's got awesome cocktails, um, and they have, great, like, a great little, like, abbreviated menu with some really good food on it. 
Uh, drink wise, I started off espresso martini made wow. with bourbon, not vodka, wow. which wow. Is surprisingly good. If you're not a vodka person, but you wanted to try an espresso martini, that's the way to do it. Stop Followed flexing it on up. the fans like that. Wow, no. listen. <laughs> Followed it up with an island cold brew coffee. I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but it had like rum and like the sweet milk poured on top of cold brew. Delicious. But let me tell you, I had some heart palpitations. It was a lot of espresso and cold brew and two drinks. I was sitting there and I was like, oh, God, someone get an ambulance. Someone get those ambulance. I'm getting ready to go down. Um, and then we got these chickpea fritters uh, with this, uh, it was like a tahini thing on top. I don't, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was delicious, fantastic. Everything on the menu is awesome there. Um, and they gave us a shout out on their IG, um, which we, of course, really appreciate. Those guys are the best. Thank you for all the love. Yeah. Um, so our, my last shout out goes to one of our greatest diehard listeners ever uh you know he's always active he's always sending us love we appreciate him big time happy belated birthday to aj bono um so we want to greatest say happy fan. birthday we say happy birthday man hope it was great um hopefully we can link up soon um and have a good time absolutely yeah he was i think our first and our best listener we have <laughs> so far so shout out to aj bono Hope you have have had a great birthday already. It's already passed when you listen to this, but we all we appreciate the love. You know what I mean? Our, the, you know we we need those those listeners are the best, so we appreciate it. Thank you, brother. Yeah, and that wraps up episode eight. Magic just happened. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Please tell your friends, friends. Tell your families, family. Tell whoever. Download, like us. Do whatever. You know we're out on social media. Everyone have a great fucking day. That's all, folks. That's all, folks.